Okay, mayong buntag sa inyong tanan. You know, this will be my Christmas message kasi uh, I think ang mag-last mag-message si Pastor L next week. You know, hapit ng Christmas, no? Christmas is coming and the celebration has already started. Ang dami na namang party and kainan, tapos meron iba dyan, magpapataba, kala mo kakatayin sa New Year, ay, baboy lang pala namin. <laughs> okay. Pero ang tanong ko, what are we celebrating ba? Bakit ang bakit almost two months ang preparation ng Christmas? Almost one month ang celebration? Why are we celebrating so long? You know, almost 2,000 years ago, there was a big celebration in heaven. Now, while it was very quiet dito sa lupa, the angels were rejoicing because something important was going to ha- is happening sa Bethlehem. Can you turn your Bibles to Luke chapter 2? Luke chapter 2, basahin natin kung ano nangyari during the time in verses 13 and 14. Sabi ng verse 13, And suddenly there appeared with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among men, with whom He is pleased. You know, there was great rejoicing kasi natuwa si God. Pero ang ko, why was God so pleased? We go back a few verses and sinabi dyan sa so verse 8, In the same region, there were some shepherds staying out in the field and keeping watch over the flock by night. And an angel of the Lord suddenly stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were terribly frightened. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news. of great joy which will be for all the people for today in the city of David there has been born for you a savior who is Christ the Lord so today we will in this month we will we will celebrate to remember the birth of our savior pero ang tanong ko bakit why do we just celebrate him during Christ, during December bakit pag after December the celebration stops Diba? After New Year, the celebration stops. And, and I realized ko, kasi December is just a time we remember the time of His birth. A few months after, a few months from now, on April, we will mourn naman the time of His death. We will rejoice in the day of His resurrection. However, many of us will be saddened by the moment that He leaves us. You know, though, though nag-promise siya no, na He will return, naniniwala ako marami pa rin tao na lulungkot kasi pagkalis niya, we will have to go back to our busy lives, often miserable lives, and then we will wait again for His return. We will we wait for His return to save us from the world so that He can bring us to heaven. Am I correct? Is this, are this that our expectation? We wait for His return so that He will save us from this world and bring us to heaven. So, ang tanong ko, bakit ba hindi na lang tinapos ni Jesus yung hirap natin by, ano mo, bringing everybody to heaven? Why, why, and then, why is He not returning soon? But ang tagal? You know, this morning, I'd like to show you na dapat ang celebration natin should not stop. You know, in, in, Matthew, in Mark chapter 2, there was a conversation between Jesus and the Pharisees. Sabi ng Pharisees, why don't your disciples fast. So sabi ni Jesus, pag andyan pa yung bridegroom, 
the disciples should not fast. Pero pag umalis siya, then they should mourn and fast. So ang tanong ko, did Jesus really leave us? You know, this may sound strange to some of you, pero ako talaga ang paniwala ko, Jesus never left. Kasi in Matthew 28, at towards the end of verse 20, sabi niya, I will be with you always, even to the end of the age. So I really believe He is here today. And how, pero how, how can I be sure? So this morning, gusto ko sana explain. Because while the world waits for its return, sorry, ako, I do not. Because of what He said in Matthew 28.20. So I will explain that this morning. But before that, let's pray. Heavenly Father, I'd like to thank you for giving us the opportunity to celebrate the birth of Jesus. However, Lord, sana I can explain to people what you have revealed to me that the celebration that our celebration for Christmas should never end. In fact, it should be for the whole year because the bridegroom, Jesus, have never left us. And that is something na I wish I could share to people. Will you take over? Will you take control? Will you speak to all of us directly? I pray that people will be encouraged when they hear this message, but let it be a message from you to them. My desire, Lord, is sana gamitin mo lang ako as just your messenger or your mouthpiece. Na sana, Lord, wala ako idagdag, wala rin akong tanggalin sa mga bagay na gusto mong marinig namin. I commit to you our time praying, Lord, na sana pag-uwi namin, we will really be ready to celebrate Christmas in the proper way. We surrender and commit all of this to you, dear God. In Jesus' name we pray. Do you know how Jesus started this ministry? Paano ba yung nagsimula? You know, if you read the book of Matthew, may kita natin na in Matthew 3, he was baptized. After he was baptized, his father sent him into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil in Matthew 4. After he overcame the devil, the Bible tells us that God sent his angel para alagaan siya to restore him and prepare him for his ministry. Do you know what was the first thing he preached to those who came to listen to him? Alam ba niyo una niyang sinabi? Can you turn to Matthew chapter 4? Sa Matthew chapter 4 verse 17, basahin natin ang una niyang sinabi sa mga tao. Sabi sa verse 17, From that time, Jesus began to preach and say, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Do you know that this was also the same message that John the Baptist preached to the Jews? as he was preparing them for the coming of Jesus. And we see that naman in Matthew chapter 3. Sa Matthew chapter 3 verses 1 and 2, sabi dyan, Now in those days, John the Baptist came, preaching in the wilderness of Judea, saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Si Jesus at saka si John said that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. If this is true, Then bakit ang gospel na naririnig natin parate, the gospel that was shared to you, will tell you that if you accept Jesus as your Savior, you will be able to go to heaven when you die. Tama ba yun? Normally, when, when the gospel is shared, ang tanong sa'yo, alam ba nyo kung saan ka pupunta pag mamatay ka? And the promise is, when you die, you go to heaven. However, si Jesus, when He came, sabi niya, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. In fact, He shared a different gospel from the gospel we normally hear. And you see that clearly sa Mark chapter 1. Mark chapter 1, verse 14 and 
Mark chapter 1 verse 14, sabi dyan, Now after John had been taken into custody, John came into Galilee, preaching the gospel of God, and saying, The time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. You know tayo, we have been told to wait for the return of Jesus so that He can save us from this world and bring us to His kingdom. Pero, from the verses I showed you, apparently, 2,000 years ago, He said He brought His kingdom here instead. When He said that His kingdom is at hand, anong ibig sabihin nun? Ako, na-realize ko, ibig sabihin nun, kung gusto mo maging part sa Kanya, pwede. Kung gusto mo ma-enjoy ang buhay inside the kingdom while you are in still in earth, pwede din. Pero ang tanong, if that kingdom is here, then bakit hindi natin nakikita? And many times hindi natin nararamdaman. Meron bang proof that His kingdom is here already or at hand? Jesus answered this in Matthew chapter 12. In Matthew chapter 12 verse 28, Sinagot niya yung mga Pharisees because he was being accused of using the devil to cast out the devil. Sabi niya sa verse 28, but if it is cast but, but if I cast out demons by the spirit of God, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. And then when he was he was performing his ministry, While John the Baptist was still in prison, nagpadala siya ng disciple niya para tanungin si Jesus, Are you really the Messiah or the Savior of mankind? So sinagot siya ni Jesus in Matthew 28. I'm sorry, sorry, Matthew 11. In Matthew 11 verses 4 and 5, look at the answer ni Jesus. Jesus answered and said to them, Go and report to John what you hear and see. The blind receive sight, and the lame walk. The leper are cleansed, and the deaf hear. The dead are raised up, and the poor has, has, have the gospel preached to them. Sabi ni Jesus, the proof that His kingdom is at hand is His power over demons. He also has power to heal the sick and raise the dead. The other reason why He said, that His kingdom is at hand. He did not say the kingdom is here. He said the kingdom is at hand. Bakit yon? Because the kingdom can only work for those who are willing to be part of it. Do you understand what I mean? It is not for everybody. If you want to be part of that kingdom, ngayon pwede. If you don't want to be part of that kingdom, nasayan. The kingdom, the power of the kingdom can only work towards people na gustong maging part ng kingdom. Hindi ka pipilitin ni God. Pag ayaw mo, pwede rin. Pag gusto mo, pwede rin. So yun ang ibig sabihin ng the kingdom of God is at hand. I can hold it if I want to, but if I don't, okay rin. When Jesus ascended after He resurrected, did He take His kingdom away with Him? Dinala ba niya yun? Did He leave us to fend for ourselves? As in, uh, in this troubled world, did He leave us alone? Ako, I'd like to answer this question by going back to Matthew 28. 
You know, Matthew 20 is a very, very important set of verses sa atin, no? Because many churches are built around Matthew 28. Nung sinabi, go and make disciples. Pero kung ngayon, I'd like to emphasize something different sa Matthew 28 to show you that His kingdom is here. Let's read verse 18. Sabi ng verse 18, And Jesus came up and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I commanded you. And look at the last phrase. Sabi niya, And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. There are two things I want sana to focus dito sa mga verses na nabasa natin. First, yung sabi niya sa verse 18. Sabi ni Jesus that all authority has been given to Him in heaven and on earth. And yung second is that He promised to be with us even to the end of the age. Alam nyo, the Jews expected Jesus to save them from Rome. They expected the expectation. He wanted Him to be king of Israel to save them from Rome. I realized para tayong sila. We Christians expect Jesus to save us from the world. We look forward to the coming of His kingdom to save us from this terrible world. Pero ito ba talaga ang rason why Jesus was born? You know, we will remember His birth, di ba? Ang rason ba niya talaga when He came is to save us from the world? Can we go back? Can we go to Matthew chapter 1, 20 to 21? Sa Matthew 21, sa Matthew chapter 1, The angel visited Joseph kasi hihiwalayan niya na si Mary. Kasi narinig niya na buntis si Mary and he did not know that Mary was pregnant because of the Holy Spirit. Okay? So the angel came to him and sabi niya sa verse 20, But when he, Joseph, considered this, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife. For the child has been conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. Did the Bible say that Jesus came to save them from the world or from Rome? Sabi John, he came to save them from their sins. Okay? But most of us, tayo, ang paniwala natin, ang kaaway natin, yung mundo. Because it is the world who causes us to sin. Di ba? Yun ang feeling natin. God, we want Jesus to save us from the world because the world has been making us sin. So ang tanong ko, is the world really our enemy? Masama ba talaga ang mundo? Pero before that, may tanong ako sa iyo. Sino ba may-ari ng mundo? And so therefore, who controls it? Psalm 24 verse 1, you don't have to go there, but Psalm 24 verse 1 says, The earth is the Lord's, and all it contains, the world and those who dwell in it. This time, I'd like you to open your Bibles to John chapter 3 verse 35. Sabi ng John chapter 3 verse 35, The Father loves the Son. And has given all things into His hand. So today, who owns the world? 
and who controls it. If the earth is the Lord's, then the question ko, how can it be evil? Diba? If the earth belongs to Him, then is it fair to say that this earth is part of His kingdom? Is it fair to say? Kasi kanya, diba? Now, if this is part of His kingdom, then is it also fair to assume that we are already in His kingdom? Pero if you want to. So, ang tanong ko, why does He need to save us from this world? You need to understand there's nothing wrong with the earth. Or tawag na the physical world. The Bible talks about two worlds. The physical world, which is the earth, and another world. There is another world that the Bible talks about. It's called the organized world. The organized world, the man, is made up of people who rejects the way of the Lord so that they can live their own lives according to what, how they wanted to live it. The physical world, there's nothing wrong with the physical world. And Jesus owns it. He controls it. Kaya nga sabi niya, I can heal the sick, I can reverse nature, I can raise the dead, because He's over the physical world. However, there is another world, the organized world. Do you know how to be part of the organized world? Do you know that when you sin, you become part of that world? You become part of the world when you go and disobey the Lord. You forfeit your position in His kingdom and you become. So, the world is not your enemy. Pinupuntahan mo lang siya when you, dis- when you decide to disobey the Lord. The world did not make you sin. You sin because gusto mo gumawa ng kasalanan. So Jesus did not come to save us from the physical world. Many people believe that the day will come when Jesus will destroy all of this. Ang tanong ko, bakit? What's wrong with the world? And sabi natin, see, nature is now going to destroy us. There's earthquake, there's super typhoon. Pero ang tanong ko, who caused this? Yung earthquake, definitely, because of nature. But the super typhoon, that climate change, who caused all of this? Di ba tayo rin? Because we, we abuse the world. So the world is not evil. It is the, the organized world who has been trying to take control of this world. Ang sumisira ng mundo na to. So, ulitin ko, Jesus did not come to save us from the physical world. He came to save us from our sin, which has made us part of the organized world. When He came and died, He bought us back. He bought our lives back from the world so that He can bring us into His kingdom which is here at hand. However, ang tanong ko, where is this kingdom? Do we go there when we die? Pero before I answer that, na, let, let me just establish this. Let me first clear, uh, let, let's just make it clear that Jesus did not come to save the Jews from Rome. Instead, He came to save them from what made them a slave to Rome. Let me explain. Do you know that God was able to protect Jerusalem from Assyria and Babylon for 100 years, even though Assyria has fallen, uh, even though Israel has fallen to the Assyrian? So for 100 years, He protected this small, this small country from the strongest nations. And when they finally were exiled because of their own disobedience, God raised a, 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 a person named Cyrus 
And sabi niya, he will become king of Persia. And he will ask the Jews to return to rebuild the temple. Do you know that Isaiah prophesied about Cyrus even when the Persian army was not yet in power? You don't have to turn there, but if you want to go there, may kita natin to in Isaiah 44. Isaiah 44 verse 28. Sabi dyan, It is I who says of Cyrus, He is my shepherd, and he will perform all my desires. He decla- And he declares of Jerusalem, She will be built and the temple, your foundation, will be laid. I don't know if Cyrus was born already, but definitely Persia was not in power. Babylon was in power. But God declared a, na- a man named Cyrus who will be his shepherd. However, maski na restoring temple, when the Jews did not want to be ruled by God, and when they preferred to worship other gods, what did God do? So God gave them over to their desire. He made them a slave of Rome. And Rome forced them now to worship many gods. Diba? Ayaw nila ng isang god eh. So they became a slave to a nation with many gods. God gave them over to their desires. So the reason why the Jews became part of Rome was because of their sin. God can easily save them. Pero it was their sin who made them part of Rome. So why did Jesus come to save them from their sin? Ano ba talaga intention? Para lang ma-restore ang Israel? Ako, as I read the Bible, I realize that God saved them from their sin to allow them to fulfill God's purpose for man, for all of us. What is that? Can you turn your Bibles to Psalm chapter 8? Psalm chapter 8. We'll read verses 4 to 6. Psalm chapter 8, verse 4 says, What is man that you take thought of him, and the son of man that you care for him? Yet you have made him a little lower than God, and you crown him with glory and majesty. You make him to rule the work of your hands. You have put all things under His feet. Do you know why God created us? God created us to rule over the world He created and not to be ruled over by the world. Do you understand what I'm telling you? Ang purpose natin, we were supposed to rule over the world. Today, nabaliktad. Because of our sins, the world now wants to rule over us. But it is just because of our sins. The reason why life has been miserable for many people is because when they decided to sin, they automatically become part of the world. Because they're part of the world, God cannot protect them. God cannot bless them. And it is because of that that Jesus came to save us from, the, from sin. It is a world that has decided to become an enemy of God. And James chapter 4 verse 4 made this very, very clear. Sabi ng James chapter 4 verse 4, You adulteresses, do you not know that friendship with the world is hostility toward God? 
Therefore, whoever wishes to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Our sins did not only make us part of the world, we became an enemy of the Lord. So I hope you will not be offended. Meron akong sabihin sa inyo, and I hope you will not be offended. However, para sa akin, I realize, alam nyo, we have been waiting for Jesus to return in vain. Sorry ah. We have been waiting for Him to return in vain. Now, why did I say that? Kasi ang mindset natin, He will come to save us from the world. And He will not. But He came to already to save us from our sins. Okay? There's nothing wrong with the world. In fact, if you really study what He said, He wants to send us to the world. Do you know that was part of His prayer? Before He died, before He was crucified, meron nagpray siya. Punta kayo sa John chapter 17. John 17, the night he was praying, at tinan nyo ang prayer niya to his father. John 17, verse 15 to 18. Sabi John, so he was telling his father, I do not ask you to take them out of the world, but to keep them from the evil one. Why does he want, why did he ask his father to keep us away from the evil one? So that we will not sin. However, this is where He wants us to be. Sabi ng verse 16, They are not of the world, meaning the organized world, even as I am not of the world. Sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, I have sent them into the world. You are exactly where God wants you to be. So do you need to do you need to be saved from the world? This is where he wants you to be. But can do should but are we supposed to live miserable lives as we stay in the world? No. Because the kingdom of God is at hand. Pag subunod ka, if you're part of it, he can bless you, he can protect you in spite of the world. Why does Jesus want you to be in this world and all its miserable things? What does He want us to do here? Naniniwala ako na gusto niya ipagpatuloy natin yung gusto niyang paggawa sa Israel when He formed them as a nation. Now what is that? Kindly go to Deuteronomy chapter 4. Deuteronomy chapter 4 verses 5 to 7. Sabi niya sa verse 5. See, I have taught you statutes and judgments just as the Lord my God commanded me that you should do tasks in the land where you, where you are entering to possess it. So keep and do them for this is your wisdom and your understanding in the sight of the people who will hear all these statutes and say, Surely, this great nation is a wise and understanding people. For what great nation is there that has a God so near to it as the Lord our God whenever we call on Him? If you carefully study these verses, you will find that this is the true essence of discipleship. Ano ibig sabihin? Tinuruan tayo, gagawin natin, and then as God blesses us, 
we attract the world to Him. When the world wants to know Him, we tell Him about the Lord so that they too will be part of His kingdom even as they live on earth. However, kailangan ko maintindihan nyo. When God wants us to rule the world, He doesn't mean He wants us to have dominion. To rule in the Bible means ikaw ang taga-alaga. Taga-alaga sa binigay sa inyo. So we are caretakers of this world. There's nothing wrong with this world. Ulitin ko, however, we are supposed to rule over this world. Tayo ang magtuturo. Hindi tayo ang tuturuan. You know, today, many Christians, I realize, we're very, very afraid to deal with the world. What do I mean? When the world will say, tama yung paraan nila, tahimik lang tayo. When the world insists na okay lang, maganda yung ginagawa na, tahimik lang tayo. And yet, they do not see God's laws manifested in our lives. Kasi hindi rin natin siya ginagawa. Let me explain to you the, the second part, the last part of Matthew 28, verse 20. And to explain to you, ano naman yung sabi niya, na, anong ibig sabihin yung sabi niya, He will be with us always. Can you go to Mark chapter 2, verse 18? Sabi sa so Mark chapter 2, verse 18, the Pharisees asked Jesus, Why his disciples do not fast? Look at how he answered in verse 19. Sabi niya, And Jesus said to them, While the bridegroom is with them, the attendants of the bridegroom cannot fast, can they? So, as, so long as they have the bridegroom with them, they cannot fast. But the day will come when the bridegroom is taken away from them. And then they will fast in that day. And tayo, we mourn, no, we mourn the living of Jesus. Today, many people fast. I was even telling si Pastor El at saka si Pastor Saul, should we fast? Should we ask the Lord? Kung, should we ask the Lord if we fast to hear from Him? However, I saw this verse. Sabi niya, pag andyan yung bridegroom, should you fast or not? Pag umalis yung bridegroom, sabi niya, you should. Eh, pero if the bridegroom did not leave, should you fast or not? Di ba? If the bridegroom is still there, we continue the celebration. Tama ba yun? Sabi niya, sabi niya, you only fast pag umalis yung bridegroom. So ang tanong ko, what if, did, what if he doesn't leave? Should we fast? Ang tanong ko ngayon, did Jesus leave us? Did Jesus really leave us? Alam ko, his physical body ascended to heaven. But did Jesus really leave us? Can you go to John chapter 14? John 14, verses 18 and 19. Sabi ng verse 18, I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. After a little while, the world will no longer see me. But you will see me because I live And you will also, and you will live also. You know, we talk about His Holy Spirit and uh, living with us. But siya mismo in this verse, sabi niya, I will come to you. However, sabi niya, the world will not see Him. Why will the world will not see Him? Because they're not part of His kingdom. Nintindan eh. niyo? Because they're not part of, their, of His kingdom, they can never experience Him. 
Because only those who are part of His kingdom can experience Him and see His power. Diba sabi niya, they will not see me, but you will see me. How come we can see Him? Because His kingdom as it hand is at hand. Eh. Meaning, when we follow Him and become part of His kingdom, we can experience His presence and we can see His power in our lives. Have you seen God's power in your life? Pag hindi pa, baka hindi kayo part ng kingdom <laughs> Di ba? But many of us has experienced His power. Now, si Hannah talked about the things she's learned. Ngayon, may saving siya. She's, her career is nice. Now, is that a miracle na parang nahulog sa langit? No. She just followed the ways of the kingdom. When you follow the ways of the kingdom, the kingdom will bless you. When you do not follow the ways of the kingdom, like today, no, many people, grabe utang. Bakit? Because they do not believe in the ways of the kingdom. Eh. So they could not experience God. I do not know about you. I do not know about how you feel about His returning. <coughs> Pero ako, I do not wait for His return. Totoo yun. Because sabi niya, I will be with you always eh, until the end of the age. Maybe someday He will return physically. When that day comes, I hope I can see Him and touch Him. It would be an honor. However, if He doesn't return physically, okay lang. Sabi niya, I will be with you always until the end of the age. This is the reason why I said we should celebrate, we should continue to celebrate and not stop. Why? Because He is with us always. But what are, but what are my proofs? Do I have proof to give you? You know, when John asked Jesus no, for proof, in Matthew 11, sabi niya, His power over illness, He has power over death. Tayo, what proof do we have? Ako, I, look, I, I, I watch a lot of videos about Israel. Such a small nation, yet so powerful and so rich. Today, they influence every part of, their li- of our lives. They invented your cell phone. They invented the drones. They invented face recognition. What do I mean, face recognition? Dati, pag may iPhone ka, you put your uh, thumb mark. Today, they look at your face. Okay? So, who invented this? They have made the desert bloom. Now, are they so bright people? I don't think so. It is because God has decided to bless them. Kabe in Moriah, we, seen, we have seen God's power manifested in the farm. We continue not to borrow money, yet we have done a lot of things. We have, we, we have grown things without feeds. Today, that's our goal. Walang feeds. Okay? Pati weeds namin, chinachop namin. Pagkain ngayon ng mga... And these are things we've seen in the Bible. And it works. To me, I have seen the Lord work. As you obey, He will bless. Pero as I end, let me further show you why we should continue to celebrate Jesus. By showing you something He said in the rich young man's story. You know his story, di ba? One day, a rich young man came to Jesus and to ask Him, how will he inherit eternal life? And Jesus gave him two conditions. However, let me ask you, when you hear the word eternal life, what does that mean? What is eternal life? Does it mean going to heaven? Yung ba eternal life? 
You know, si Jesus, when he was answering the rich young man, he equated the idea of inheriting eternal life into entering the kingdom of God. Sabi ni Jesus, there are two things a person need to do in order to enter the kingdom of God. One, obey the commandments of Moses. And second, is a bit controversial. The command is a bit controversial. Kasi feeling na ibang tao, kailangan natin ibenta lahat ng pari-arian natin so that we can enter. So I'd like to explain that sana. Can you go to Luke chapter 18? Luke chapter 18, verse 22. Luke chapter 18, verse 22. When Jesus heard this, He said to him, One thing you still lack. Sell all that you possess and distribute it to the poor. And you shall have treasure in heaven. And come, follow me. Sabi niya, one thing you lack. Is it to sell everything he has? You know, the rich young man left. Eh? He left because when Jesus told him to sell everything he has, hindi niya magawa. Pero may tanong ako sa inyo. Nung pinapabenta ba ni Jesus yung ari-arian niya, Is it because God wanted him to become poor? Yung bang plano that all of us will become poor? Pero ang tanong ko, does Jesus need his money? Will he make God richer if he, give, he sells everything? Will he make God poorer if he does not? Di ba Bible tells us that God owns the earth? So therefore, if God owns the earth, he can feed the poor on his own. He doesn't need the rich young man. So why did Jesus ask him to sell everything he possessed? Ang rason, because his possession will prevent him from doing what God commanded. What did God command in Luke 18? The commandment is to come follow me. The possession will prevent him from really following Jesus. Kasi feeling mo sa'yo eh. Diba many times, ano ang change sa, sa, na, na, sa mindset ni Hannah? I told Hannah, your money is not yours. It is the Lord's. Nung akala mo, pero sa'yo, sabi ni Hannah, paano mo uubusin? Diba Hannah, no? Ngayon, pag may pera kang tanong, Lord, anong gusto mo gawin sa pera ko? So kung kanya yung pera, he will never follow the Lord completely. The possession will prevent him. And that's the reason why God said, benta mo yan. Now, Supposing binenta niya, will Jesus allow him to live a miserable life as he waits for Jesus to bring him into his kingdom? You know, sayang. Sayang that the rich young man did not stay long enough to hear the conversation of Peter and Jesus. Kasi Peter had a question in Luke 18.28. Sabi sa verse 28, sabi ni Peter, Behold, we have left our own homes and followed you. And he said to them, Truly I say to you, there is no one who has left house or wife or brother or parents or children for the sake of the kingdom of God, who will not receive many times as much as this time and in the age to come eternal life. So sabi niya kay Hannah, no? Hannah, should give up your children, he'll give you more. Huwag kang magala. Siguro mga lima pa yan. Yeah? Yun sabi ni Jesus kay Peter. He will replace whatever you give up for him. 
he will replace it with riches many times as much. And when will he do that? When you go to heaven? Sabi niya, I will do that today. Because eternal life doesn't mean a life in heaven. Eternal life means it begins today. It begins here. In fact, I was checking the definition of eternal. Eternal means it is true in the past, it is true today, it will be true in the future. So eternal life is not the place we're going to. Eternal life is here when you are part of His kingdom. You know that kingdom can bless you starting today when you decide to follow Jesus. Hindi ba itong ibig sabihin ng Matthew chapter 6 verse 33? You don't have to turn there because alam niyo na yan. Sabi ng Matthew 6:33, "But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you." When will these things be added to you? 'Di ba miserable naman if all these things will be added in heaven kasi hindi na natin siya kailangan? Do you still need riches in heaven? No. Do you need peace in heaven? It's already peaceful there. We need peace here. So sabi niya, bibigay ko yan sa iyo lahat. You follow me. Because that is the main commandment that God gave them. Isn't this enough reason to rejoice and celebrate all year round and for the rest of our lives? Yeah, because of what Jesus did, we can enter His kingdom even now in a veil of the blessing while we are here on earth. You know, as I end, I would like to clarify something about the gospel Jesus preached and the one Paul preached. Kay Jesus, the gospel is the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Pero kay Paul, his gospel is Jesus died for our sins, Jesus was buried, and Jesus rose from the dead. Are they contradicting Gospels? No. The Gospel of Paul talks about the man Jesus. The man Jesus talks about, the Gospel of the man Jesus talks about the kingdom of his father. So I realized Paul was like, that was like John the Baptist. He was preparing us and pointing us to Jesus because only Jesus can bring us into his kingdom and give us the eternal life we seek. However, we will only have eternal life when we decide to follow Jesus by living a righteous life for Him. To show you that Paul did not contradict Jesus, kindly go to Acts chapter 28. Acts 28, verse 30 to 31. Sabi sa verse 30, And Paul stayed two years in his own rented quarters and was welcoming all who came to him, preaching the kingdom of God. As I end lang, you know, ako, I really like to encourage you na sana Christmas is not only during December. That we should always rejoice because Jesus is alive. He never left us. His, his physical body may have left, But in spirit, He is with us. Diba? In fact, I always tell people, you should imagine God around you, the Holy Spirit in you, Jesus beside you. So why do we have to wait for His return? We should always rejoice His presence in our lives. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, maraming salamat for the things you have taught us this morning. 
Lord Jesus, thank you for the assurance that you will always be with us until the end of the age, even until we die. Thank you for offering us your kingdom, offering us and asking us to be part of it. I pray that we will always commit to follow you so that we can allow your kingdom to bless us, protect us, and provide for us. And Lord, will you allow us to seek you with intimacy? Because I know, Lord, staying in your kingdom will require us to be obedient and only being intimate with you will give us the courage to obey. So I pray for all my friends here and everyone listening, Nasana, Lord, you would just continually seek us and allow us to know you in a very intimate way. We thank you for our time together. I pray that our celebration this Christmas will please you in every way. In Jesus' name we pray.